0: A reading from the Gospel of St. Matthew, the 26th chapter, verses 1 through 19. When Jesus had finished all these things, he said to his disciples, You know that after two days the Passover is coming, and the Son of Man will be delivered up to be crucified. Then the chief priests and the elders of the people gathered in the place of the high priest, whose name was Caiaphas, and plotted together in order to arrest Jesus by stealth and kill him. But they said, not during the feast, lest there be an uproar among the people. Now when Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came up to him with an alabaster flask of very expensive ointment, and she poured it on his head as he reclined at the table. And when the disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, What is this waste? For this could have been sold for a large sum of money and given to the poor." But Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. In pouring this ointment on my body, she has done it to prepare me for burial. Truly I say to you, wherever this gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. Then one of the twelve, whose name was Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What will you give me if I deliver him over to you? And they paid him thirty pieces of silver. And from that moment he sought an opportunity to betray him. Now on the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying, Where will you have us prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says my time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared for the Passover. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. For our meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Paul Hoffman, St. James Lutheran Church, Cleveland, Ohio.
1: Dear precious friends in Christ, today we look at Matthew chapter 26, beginning at verse 1. We now begin Holy Week. We read here in verse 3, that the chief priests and elders of the people gathered in Caiaphas' palace. They plotted to arrest Jesus secretly and kill him, but originally didn't plan to have him killed during the Passover. We read in verse 5, they said, not during the feast, lest there be an uproar among the people. They were afraid of starting a riot, but they were really afraid of being blamed for Jesus being arrested. However, Jesus says this is all going to happen during the Passover. We see that in verse 2, that after two days the Passover is coming, and the Son of Man will be delivered up to be crucified. Jesus knows. So, what happens? We'll just take a little sneak beyond our section and read in verse 14 that Judas offered to betray Jesus And that means Judas takes the blame. The high priest can go along with their plan. But what caused him to do such a terrible thing? Strangely enough, it's all about a gracious gift. We read in verse 6 that Jesus was in the house of Simon the leper, and this woman came forward with a gift. We read in verse 6, Now when Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, A woman came up to him with an alabaster flask, of very expensive ointment, and she poured it on his head as he reclined at table. So the woman used an expensive gift to show her love for her Lord and put it on his head. We don't know really why she did it, but she did it out of love for her Lord. Now, one rule of receiving a gift is that you don't criticize someone else's gift, at least not in front of them. You may not like it yourself, But you still don't criticize someone's gift. But the disciples do. They get onto this woman, and they just say, Why this waste? For this could have been sold for a large sum and given to the poor. Why are they doing this? They have no right to criticize her. She didn't give it to them. She meant it to Jesus with all her heart. Their proper response really is to praise the Lord. And that's what Jesus does. He said, why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a beautiful thing for me. For you'll always have the poor with you, but you'll not always have me. He thanked her, and really he thanked God for this very, very special gift. Now as we consider this story, we too might be tempted to criticize her too. What a waste of money. It could have been given to the poor. But who are we to say? We didn't spend that money. It was really her gift for the Lord Jesus. This reminds us, too, not to be critical of other people's gifts for the Lord. I mean, don't we really hate it when someone in the church volunteers to lead the new Bible class or lead the drive to get clothes for the needy? We might even start thinking to ourselves, who is she to do this? Or we might even find something wrong with that gift or that person. We don't like it, really, when someone takes the limelight in ministry. But we need to see that that's person's response of love to the Lord and really say, praise the Lord for their gift. Not really evaluate the motivation, but just say, isn't it wonderful that gift was given? And really, that's what happened to Judas and the chief priest's plan. They really meant to destroy Jesus. But Jesus knows that God's going to turn it around and make it his gracious plan of salvation. That's his special gift that we didn't deserve. And so especially, that's why we give our gift too. In November, when our many churches make their commitments for the next year, first of all, consider Jesus' gracious gift of giving himself on the cross for us. And then... We can give ourselves. So why not praise the Lord as we give of ourselves, but also praise other people for their gifts too. And as Jesus suggests, we might even share that story with someone else. With Jesus' special gift of the cross and resurrection, we can joyfully give of ourselves and give our gifts and even praise others for their gifts too. Let's just praise the Lord He gives us in order that we can be giving. Amen.
0: We thank Pastor Paul Hoffman for this meditation on God's Word.